you could have more fulfillment and ease in your professional and personal life and still be ambitious. Join me, Kathy Onetto, founder of Sustainable Ambition, for conversations with experts, authors, and friends on what it means to live with sustainable ambition. Learn concepts, tips, and tools to craft a fulfilling career on your terms while still being ambitious and avoiding burnout. For show notes from this episode, visit sustainableambition.com slash podcast. Now, let's learn more to help you craft your career to support your life from decade to decade. On to today's conversation. Hi, everyone. I am back for what will likely be my last episode for the year. This episode is also rounding out the year-long series about living a more sustainable plus ambitious year. So today I'm here for the 12-month review, our end-of-year check-in. And wow, it's been a full, long year. And yet I have to say, I'm also feeling like, as I'm reporting this actually in early December, that it's a beautiful day and I was out and about earlier in the morning and really appreciating getting myself out and about and now appreciating that I actually have almost a full month of December to still enjoy this closing of the year. So, but it's been funny because as I've been getting my holiday decorations out this year, and let's be honest, it's actually been my husband who's been getting them out this year. I I forgot what we had done last year around the house. We both have. And so we frankly, we've lost stuff and we've had a hard time finding things. And so I'm kind of taking that to be a good sign, like that more time has passed than we might think. And it's been, it's been a full year. So we've been immersed and, um, instead of it feeling like it's gone fast, I think that for me, as you know, I like to manage my pace and the, how I think about that rather than thinking that things are moving so quickly. I like to get myself feeling like I'm just more grounded and present in the current time. And so it's refreshing to actually kind of get the sense that it's been a long full year. It's been really lovely. So now coming back to this series, I just want to remind you that it kicked off at the beginning of the year where I guided you through planning at the start of the year. And it started with four different episodes where we talked about framing our ambitions, my next 12 months and what we wanted for our, around our ambitions, what we wanted for the year ahead. We then talked about my sustainable. So my life plus work resilience RX or your prescription for sustaining yourself. And I say, if we are going to stretch and strive, we really need a sustaining plan. And so that's where the resilience prescription comes in. So I guided you to create that for yourself. So, and then I went into podcast number three, which was about our 12-month planner and a six-month horizon. And I talked about how I even learned over the course of interviewing people and my own experiences, how if we're going to have a sustaining plan, it's really helpful to think about that on a longer term horizon. And it's also helpful to really plan that out. And so this idea of having a 12 month planner and then also a six month horizon allows you to think about how do I build sustainability, not just day to day, you know, but also over time. And because we are not always in equilibrium around different things that are 
pulling at our attention and our energy between our life and work, it's helpful to understand when you might have times in a 12 or 18 month horizon, when you might have times that are overly demanding and where you're going to have to plan for recovery and building up your resilience stores again, et cetera. So that was really helpful to do at the beginning of the year. And really those first three episodes are about this idea of taking time to get to know ourselves better and also doing some planning. You know, but I also talk about how with sustainable ambition that it's aspirational and that, you know, we're not always going to get it right. And we're, we're really in a process of learning about ourselves over time and what we might do, it might need to change over time. And so this idea of, you know, really having a plan and then practicing and progressing over time is something that I encourage. Because I think it takes learning again to know what will be stretching for us and also what will sustain us. And as I said, what will sustain us can also change over time. So I think it's important to kind of think about that. And, and because of that learning, I also said, hey, I'm going to come back <laughs> for um, podcast episodes where we will do some um, quarterly both planning as well as some quarterly review. And so that's what we've done at the different quarters. And then now I promise to come back for the end of year. And here we are at the 12 month review. And so if you've been listening into the series again, and would really like to do a more full, complete Q4 or the fourth quarter, I should say, I'm using corporate speak, sorry. Um, I'll point you to episodes 53, which is um, from quarter one, and then episode 64, which is quarter two, for some guidance if you'd like to go deeper. I'm not going to go deeper on the quarter level here uh, because of those, those are already there for you. And while some of the detail might not be, you know, for the court specific quarter might not be um, specific to now, I think the, the guidance and the structure will certainly work for you. So today I'm going to be keeping this to the end of year reflection. I'm going to attempt to keep it shorter and sweeter, but sometimes I go long. So <laughs> we'll see how this goes. Um, and I will just say that this also know that um, if you're listening each week, that I've also done an episode 89 on closing out the year and welcoming 2023. So I'm offering plenty of reflection here at the end of the year. And that one is more general. I offer 11 what I call polarity questions to ponder as well as suggest you writing a farewell letter to 2022 and a welcome letter to 2023. That's something that people enjoyed doing last year. So I kept it as part of the exercise this year in terms of reflection. So again, this episode is gonna be more specific to sustainable ambition. So now why do I think it's a good time to do this? It's perhaps um, obvious because it's the end of the year and we're at a transition point. But just, I'm going to tell a short story just from a standpoint of getting us into the right mindset around this. So I may have mentioned before on the podcast that I am a huge West Wing fan. I've watched it too many times to count at this point. I just really enjoy the show. And there's an episode called Gone Quiet, which the last time I watched it, it already sparked this insight for me around how I wanted to be in, in what mindset I wanted to be as I closed the year. 
And in this episode, it's an episode where a submarine doesn't make contact as planned. And the president essentially has to decide if something has happened or wait to see if the submarine has just gone quiet because they were caught in enemy territory. So are they in danger or are they actually just laying low? Because, you know, if they didn't lay low, then they would get into danger. So I just thought this was a kind of a brilliant metaphor for what the end of year can kind of feel like, right? There's this demanding world out there, you know, and yet what if I were to choose to just go quiet for a bit? And it's kind of similar to hibernation, right? This idea of kind of getting cozy at home, slowing down and conserving our energy. But I think it's also about quieting the noise around us and getting quiet so we can hear ourselves. And that's what happens in the West Wing episode. You know, again, should the president kind of trust that the submarine crew has done what they're supposed to do? This is part of their protocol. Or should he jump in and take action out of concern? And you see him wrestling with this the entire episode. And it's kind of, you know, like us, do we continue to be in action or can we kind of trust in stepping back and allowing ourselves to just be and then trust that you'll get back into action when you're ready? So it's a perfect time to use that quiet, this space, the ability to listen inward, to reflect how this year has gone for you and how you want to think about this 12-month review and what it's been like to stretch and strive this year and what it's been like to try to sustain yourself. So with that as inspiration, let's get into this 12-month review. So I'm going to, as always, give you some prompts and I'll pause for a little bit. And again, this is the type of episode where if you're out on a walk, you might want to keep your notes app close at hand. Maybe even leave yourself some voice notes if if you will. That might be something that you might want to do as well. I hadn't really thought about that. That's actually a really great idea. One thing, just a quick side note, that one thing that I've learned to start to do, if anybody has a transcript service, what I've started to do is sometimes it's way easier to just express something verbally and I'll create a quick voice note. I'll send it to myself and I'll put it into my transcript um, translation software and voila, I have this written document. Or you can even use your voice note um, or your voice, uh, yeah, the voice messaging on your phone too and like have it right out in text. So that's just an idea as well. If you're out and about and want to attempt this, you might also want to listen to this episode sitting, you know, with a journal and just pause it for yourself. So do what works best for you. And with that, let's get into some of these prompts. And I'm going to go ahead and as we go along, you can fast forward through it if you want, but I'll share a little bit of my reflections as well, if it helps you just in determining, you know, thinking about it for yourself. So the first prompt I'm going to give you is a really simple one, is just to ask, the last 12 months were... And just to reflect on that for some time and say, yeah, what has happened the last 12 months? And if I were to, you know, just pause to think about that, the last 12 months were, what were they for you? And for me, I kept this kind of simple, you know, but it was interesting to kind of pause and reflect for a little bit and to realize like, wow, as I reflect back on the year, it was surprising. It wasn't anything I would have expected. Some of it maybe, but some things certainly weren't expected. There was a lot of serendipity and yet it's because I planted new seeds. 
And so that's a part of sustainable ambition as well, is this idea of I champion, you know, always be planting seeds, always follow your curiosity and always take, you know, smart risks. And I think because I've been doing some of these things, some of these seeds that I had planted led to what ended up being what might be considered serendipity and ended up really, really, you know, resulting in, you know, the surprising year. So that was what came up for me as I kind of reflected on the last 12 months. So do that for yourself. And then if you look back, you know, and think about the full 12 months that we just had, or continue to think about it since I'm going to probably post this mid-December. So think about it as you've, you know, finalized the year, but what were highlights from the year? What really stands out for you? And then also think about, you know, how did you do with your ambitions? And there's no judgment there. We, you know, we do our best to kind of set out goals and what have you. This, you know, is one of the important things around coaching is an accountability is not being judgmental with ourselves around when we set a goal or an ambition or trying to do something. But, you know, if something doesn't happen, it really invites us to just ask and look at that. And again, get curious about where might there be learning for you in that, you know, you might learn like, Hey, I set an ambition and I didn't end up going after that ambition. And to me, what I might say then is, huh, you know, really explore that. Why is that? It could have been that it wasn't your ambition. <laughs> it was a should. It wasn't something that was a want to. Or you might start to realize that, oh, it's not the right time for that ambition as I think about it. Or you might realize like, you know what? I actually didn't really have the energy for that ambition this year. You know, there could be a lot of reasons. And so it's actually just information. So think about that. Where might there be learning for you around how your ambitions went this year? And then really importantly, think about what were your wins? You know, what do you want to acknowledge and celebrate? We really don't do this enough for ourselves. So I encourage you to kind of really pause and think about what do you want to acknowledge for yourself and what do you want to celebrate? So for me, when I did this, it was really helpful. I'm still in my process of kind of, I kind of come at these things more than once. <laughs> and so my first pass at this, I found it really helpful because on some level, I felt like I may not have made progress this year. I And yet this was intentional. I actually had as a mantra this year, like not to add anything to my bundle of you know, activities that I was doing, my bundle of ambitions, if you were, well, and what my uh, commitments were. And so I wanted to continue to be committed to what I already had in motion. So I needed to challenge my own thinking as I was thinking back on this and really say, okay, what progress did I make? And, um, you know, on some level too, I had to actually applaud myself. I didn't add anything new and that was my goal. So I had, I have to acknowledge myself for that and celebrate that. Right. And I also made progress on what I already had in moment, you know, had momentum for. So, um, you know, I'm going to continue to lean into this arc of my life and work that I've been shaping over the last couple of years. And so that was actually affirming and felt really good. Um, and is good to kind of reframe where I had started to kind of feel like, huh, I wonder if I made as much progress as I had hoped to actually 
reflect and realize like you've actually deepened what you wanted to deepen. So that was actually quite rewarding for me to acknowledge that. So I hope you can take a little bit of time and really think about, okay, how did things go with your ambitions? What do you want to acknowledge, celebrate, reward for yourself? And then also be kind to yourself. If things didn't go as planned or you didn't move certain things, I'd get really curious about them, you know? And I've been playing with this model around how to define a right ambition. And I think there's interesting things around asking questions around that, that might be helpful to explore. So for those ambitions, you didn't move forward or something went askew. I wasn't going to share this in this episode, but I might go ahead and just do this really briefly, just to offer you some questions to really kind of think about, you know, what's happening with this ambition. And again, I've been playing around with this idea around what is a right ambition. And I think about it as being a self-defined meaningful goal for which you have energy and are willing to put in the right amount of effort. So maybe you might find that this isn't the right ambition for you. And some questions to kind of maybe reflect on to see if that's the case are, so there's about six questions. The first is the what, and it's around this idea of how much do you want this ambition or goal? And then ask yourself, do you have the energy for this ambition or goal? The second area is like, what's the why behind this? You know, is it a meaningful goal for you? So how meaningful is this ambition to you? And how much does it matter to you to reach the desired outcome? You know, so in the first case, you might start to find out like, oh, this isn't a self-defined goal for which I have energy. This is not a want to, this is a have to type of goal or ambition. You know, and the second, it really kind of tests or asks us to kind of think think about like, how meaningful is this to me? How much does it matter? And that might help guide how much effort you put in or, you know, whether or not, you know, it, it, it rises in its priority for you. And then the final question is the how, like how willing are you to put in the right amount of effort? And so how determined and committed are you to reach this ambition? And how good do you want to be around this particular ambition? And then the final question is around how much energy and effort are you willing to put in to reach that level? And so it just, I offer those up. You might have to pause to reflect back on those, but I, I, I offer those up just as additional thinking around why um, an ambition might not have moved forward for you this year. And to have that maybe give you some, allow you to have a little bit more grace and to get curious about it and figure out, hmm, you know, again, what's the learning behind what might've happened here? All right, so that's ambitions. Now let's move on to reflect on how sustainable were the last 12 months for you? How did it go? And then based on how sustainable the last 12 months were for you, what might you need in the new year? So again, I talked about earlier about this idea of planning over a longer horizon. And so I think it's helpful at this time of year too, you know, we are all, we're standing at the end of the year and then looking to the beginning of the year. And oftentimes at the beginning of the year, we assume that we're meant to blast off with a tremendous amount of energy. And yet so many people find the holidays exhausting. And so I know for me, as last year closed, it was a quite demanding time for me. And so I knew that I needed to start the year a bit slower and had planned what I called a creative sabbatical at the end of January, because I needed that downtime because the back half of my year had been quite intense. And so I encourage you to think about that too. Just 
How sustainable were the last 12 months for you? How did it go? I'm going to give you a few more prompts to go into that a little bit more deeply, but then based on that, what might you need in the new year based on how sustainable the full 12 months were, or perhaps more recently and how you're thinking about this end of year? So let's delve deeper into this part. So when you think about just overall sustainable ambition and making life and work more sustainable, more aligned, and how you did this year around that, you know, and what supported you around that, you know, what worked and what didn't. And and think about that for yourself. We're all different. So we need to figure out what works for us and what doesn't work for us. I know I had examples this year where I've realized like, ooh, there's some things that are really working for me. And then there are others that I still need to work on for sure, or where I got off track, like my meditation, and I'm wanting to get back to. My meditation time has gotten kind of eaten up by another daily ritual and practice that I'm doing around writing. And um, I'm wanting to get that meditation back in. And so it's something that I want to work on. Now, as you reflect on this too, and I asked about how sustainable the last 12 months were, we're to go a little bit deeper as well on what was unsustainable and think about why was that perhaps the case? And that's going to point you to some areas where you might need to put some new structures in place at work or at home to help make things a bit more sustainable. Or maybe it's going to be around your resilience plan where you might want to optimize things for yourself. I have to say, I'm I'm pretty happy this year that I had a pretty sustainable year. I had times of kind of more intensity. I had times of downtimes where I was able to recover. And I have to say the planning really helped as well as checking in on the quarterly basis and even for me to kind of doing some daily tracking, which I didn't end up honestly doing all year, but I've kind of missed it in the year, the months and times when I was doing it. It was really helpful. I think it was a time of year when I kind of needed it. So sometimes you just have to attune to yourself and know what do you need now? What do you not? Okay. So a few final questions here just to kind of wrap this up. The one, the first one is just this idea of what have you learned about yourself? And I'm going to give you these questions and I'll, I'll, then I'll kind of come at the end and share just kind of some ideas of what's hap- what I've been reflecting on again, in case it's helpful for you, just to hear what it sounds like, some of my own reflections. But this first one is when you look back around the year and you think about your ambitions, you think about the sustainability of your life and work and how those are aligned you know, what have you learned about yourself? And then reflect on what do you want to take forward into the next 12 months? Okay. What have you learned? What's worked and what do you want to, you know, you don't have to throw your plan completely out. It's like, okay, I found this works for me. I'm going to carry that forward. And then think about what do you want to do differently in the next 12 months? Where might you want to sharpen what you've been doing? I'm actually going to keep the last two questions um, to the end here and just share a little bit about, um, you know, what I've learned about myself. So what I've learned in, when I'm, in my reflections for me, you know, is that practices and routines help me. 
um, especially around sustainability. So that's something that I'm going to be carrying forward. Or like I said, like a daily meditation practice or even this writing practice that I have daily. I've never, other than like exercise and training, those have been my kind of routines in the past. These are new kind of daily routines, which I'm starting to realize like, oh, those things really work for me. The second thing, which I think I shared this in an episode, but I thought it was important. I thought it might be helpful to share here is that one of the things I really learned this year became much more resonant this year for me was this idea when I don't have a sense of what specific goals I want to go out after, or when they aren't hundred percent clear for me, that it's super helpful to lean into my values and to say, what does it look like right now to live my values that are important to me? And I found tremendous clarity in that and a lot of fulfillment in stepping into that. And so if you're struggling with that as well, I wanted to bring that forward just as a way, a place to point you. And I would also point you to how Tara McMullen in her book, What Works, and has she talked about in episode 86, talked about this, which is this idea of consider what you want to be committed to. So sometimes when we look for specificity, it can get frustrating because it can be elusive. And I think it's helpful to reframe to either what does it look like to live your values? And I I think you may find some clarity there, as well as this idea of what are you committed to, this prompt that Tara's providing. And I've also adopted that from her and I found it helpful. Another couple of things I've learned is just um, that I need structure when I'm stepping into new activities. I appreciate when I'm learning something new to learn from others and have that structure to help move me forward. I've also this year learned it's okay to play and to be playful as an adult. I encourage us to do that more. Um, I know a lot of others are encouraging us um, to do that as well, but I I'd encourage you to think about that. And then You know, what I've learned about myself too, frankly, in working with the workbook and planner I have, um, which I'll mention at the end of the episode, but is that I struggle with practicing and improvement in certain areas. So this is an area that, you know, when I think about what I want to do differently in the coming 12 months, this is an area I'm going to be practicing with. So that's what I've, some things I've learned about myself. And again, I share those just in case they're helpful for you or give you ideas. Um, And then some things that I'm going to take forward into the next 12 months are going to be like my meditation practice. I've been doing acupuncture this year, which has been super helpful for me. Um, I'm going to take my writing practice. I'm going to continue to, you know, I really appreciate these small moments of joy that help build up my resilience. I get that from a practice from Dr. Rick Hansen, which I really appreciate. This just this idea of taking in the good. And so these small moments of joy are things that I really lean into um, and help me. And then the final one that I'm going to take forward is just managing my pace. I think uh, if you've been listening to the podcast, it's something that I really, I really lean into, and it's going to be something that I'm going to continue to do as I move forward into the new year. And then what do I want to do differently? I'm going to cut myself a little short here um, because I think I'm going long, but I think two things that I'm going to do differently. Um, One is just to get out of the house more. I think I am realizing that I'm feeling a little too static and that working at home is feeling a little stifling and lowering my energy. So that's actually something I'm going to really work on. Um, 
And I'm also going to work on um, getting more help on just many fronts. So that's something that I will do as well. All right. So with that, I want to go ahead and move us to the final uh, two questions here. And the first one is, who do you want to thank for supporting your ambitions and your sustainability this year? So I think just bringing that gratefulness practice um, into this final month of the year, but also just to acknowledge like it's rare that going after ambitions, even I think supporting our sustainability around going after those ambitions, I think it's hard to do alone. So I think really thinking about who do you want to actually thank for supporting your ambitions and your sustainability? You know, for me, I really think about my husband who's super supportive as well as the community that I have around me um, that I will continue to um, participate in because it just, you know, gives me so much joy as well as benefits uh, in terms of being a part of a community. So that's who I'm going to thank, but I encourage you to think about that as well. And then just as I started this episode, I'm going to close with a simple prompt for thinking about what's next. And that's what's next for you. And since I started also with the story from the West Wing, um, you know, this is a common phrase that the president adopts early in the season, which is what's next. And I've always loved that phrase. And so in bringing it to here, to you here too, what's next for you? And think about perhaps I am ready to, you know, what's calling to you? What are you ready to go do next? So that is your 12-month review. And just a reminder that this series was also inspired by and coincided with the launch of the Sustainable Ambition 12-Month Workbook and Planner, your Life Plus Work Resilience Rx. And so I am offering that this season towards the end of the year here. Um for 20% off on my website. And then if you end up buying multiples, you can also get free shipping. So if you're interested in that, you can learn more. Again, the Workbook Plus Planner is really great for those who like to plan and appreciate structure. You can use the planner to help make the integration of life and work more sustainable, just as this series of podcasts was intended to do. You can certainly listen to the series and you know you don't need to have the planner per se, but if you think that structure would be helpful for you, so it helps you prioritize your life and work ambitions, uh, create your personalized sustaining plan, and then track your progress throughout the year. And then the planner can also be something you use with friends and colleagues to help support each other and provide accountability. And I offer a guide to facilitate those conversations. So that might be something also if you're thinking about, oh, this might be a great gift for you and some friends or colleagues to do together. Um, that's something that I'd encourage you to think about. So if you're interested, you can learn more at sustainableambition.com slash books. That's sustainableambition.com slash books. They are also available on barnesandnoble.com and bookshop, as well as Amazon, if you prefer to get it that way um, for free shipping. But if you did uh, want to order by the end of the year off my website, that's totally fine. Either way, <laughs> um, works well. I am, like I said, offering free shipping if you buy two or more books. So I am so grateful 
For those of you who join me for these episodes, I really hope you found them helpful in being able to have a more sustainable and ambitious year. I would be curious how this worked for you. And if you're open to it, send me an email with some feedback at podcast at sustainableambition.com. I'd open to feedback. And if this can be improved, I would certainly like to do that for you. Or if you have ideas um, or ways that you'd want me to take it deeper or where you still have questions, I would love that. And then let me know if you have any ideas or requests for the coming year uh, for the podcast. I will be keeping it going into 2023. So I'd love to know what you would appreciate learning about on your own sustainable ambition journey. So again, you can shoot me an email at podcast at sustainableambition.com. Or if you'd like, you can send me a voice note and you can do that at bit.ly slash sapodcast-ask. And, you know, either just send me a note, ask me a question. If you ask me a question, I might answer it here on the podcast. Um, or again, share a podcast topic or, or the feedback that way. I would really love to hear from you. So with that, everyone, have a beautiful holiday and a beautiful start to the new year. I really look forward to being with you in 2023. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Sustainable Ambition Podcast. I hope you take away at least one learning or inspiration from today's conversation. Find more inspiring interviews and get show notes for this episode at sustainableambition.com slash podcast. Make sure you don't miss an episode or my insider tips, guides, and tools by signing up for Sustainable Ambition Forum, my twice monthly newsletter. Sign up at sustainableambition.com slash subscribe. And remember, it's not about finding work-life balance. It's about building work-life resilience. Thanks again for joining me. Speak with you next time.